Hey, what's going on, boys and girls? So today took a really, really interesting turn. Um, I'm still gonna do, uh, still gonna do the podcast that I expected to do, but something crazy has happened, and uh, I don't know how much it's being really portrayed on the media. Um, I'm not. I'm, I can only touch upon it. Um, hoping to do something a little deeper tomorrow. Once I. Uh, Hopefully there's more information put out, but um, I'm sure everybody has heard that Nord Pipeline um, suffered two explosions and um, a bunch, uh, a lot of natural gas ended up uh, obviously going into the ocean. Uh, methane was released um, at, a, at a very, very large scale, um, <clears throat> so there's going to be some ramifications of that. Um, the media is saying that uh, they believe that the Russians... Um, well, they were saying that the Russians, they felt that the Russians were the ones that did it. Um, that's what they're pointing their finger to, and I call bullshit. I think that anybody who has any common sense whatsoever and has any type of individual thought process um, can see that that doesn't make much sense. Um, when you look at their infrastructure of their economy, um, you know, that is a major part of it. Why in the fuck would you do that when you can just press the off switch, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, um, cripple your economy long term. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. You know, uh, they're going to say that it's a war that they're using a, uh, that they're using, <clears throat> that they're using this as a war tactic against, uh, against Europe. But I mean, again, all they have to do is press the off switch. There's no reason to destroy their own pipelines, especially because it's conflict. It's just a conflict at this point. Um, and there's absolutely, you know, like again, long-term, I mean, the amount of money that they have to spend in order to, um, rebuild that infrastructure, that pipeline, you know, I mean, that's just throwing money away. Um, my thing that really, really worries me is that the Nord pipeline has been referenced a few times by our politicians, um, including our president. Um, our president has threatened that if Russia was to uh, invade or use military against uh, Ukraine that he would, uh, that the Nord Pipeline would be no more. He wouldn't necessarily go deep into it, um, but those words were said. And it's really fucking crazy to me, considering that, what, two, three days ago, both sides were more or less um, discussing the possibility of a, of a nuclear um, resolution. And, uh, and that really, really worries me. Um, here's the thing. Okay. We can't go, if we go on a full military against military conflict, regardless of what you think is the case, we're not prepped for that type of combat. We have been, we have been doing, you know, these small militia types, um, these little uh, cells, that's what we have been doing, clearing houses. We haven't obviously done a military-on-military -military combat situation. I can tell you right now that our military is not prepped for that. Now, they have, over the course of the last three, four years, they have shifted their training. But, you know, the, the outcome's going to be the same thing as when we went into Iraq the first time. We were completely unprepared and lives were lost. The only difference is that in this instance... Um, the amount of lives that are going to be lost is going to be extreme. Um, not even talking about a uh, nuclear attack, but if, God forbid, you know, 
we do go into a full war and somehow it hits our coasts, you know, the amount of lives that are going to be lost is going to be incredible. You know, you're talking, <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't, doesn't add up. None of it adds up. You know, when you look at the reason why this whole thing started was because realistically, we were breaking the agreement that we made when the Soviet Union fell. Okay. Ukraine and Putin were sitting at the table to negotiate and it was our president that pulled them away from there. They came to a resolution. Everything was going to be fine. The only reason why we're here is because we decided that that was not sufficient. And what we're doing is we're drowning out our own economy. And we're increasing our reliance on, on China, which is absolutely insane considering how much of the market they already control. And considering that China is one of our adversaries. For whatever reason, over the course of the last, <clears throat> excuse me, over the course of the last two years, we have been lining their pockets. And nobody's saying a goddamn thing about it, but that is the truth of the matter. Where do you think we're getting our fuel from? We're not drilling. This is what's really going on at this point. It's, it's just gotten fucking ridiculous. The thing is that if it comes out that we did this, um, there is absolutely zero chance that we don't go in a full-fledged full war. That is an act of war. That is an act of terrorism on our behalf, actually. Think about that. America, right? We're against terrorism. And if we went and uh, if we were the ones that did this attack, which again, realistically, it's not a military, it's not like we announced it. I mean, it's a terrorist attack. Then we're in big trouble. We're in really big trouble. And I'm going to tell you this right now that 90, if, if, if it does turn into a big thing, I mean, sorry, not sorry, but we did it to ourselves. Everything that has happened, as far as Ukraine is concerned, we have done. Now, don't get me wrong. The previous administrations did their own mess with Ukraine. I understand that. But this administration has personal dealings with Ukraine. And it kind of makes you go and raise an eyebrow a little bit and wonder if there's any, you know what I mean, anything else to gain. Are they, are they getting any, what are they getting out of this? Hunter Biden was employed by, by a Ukrainian company. They were lining his pockets. You know, I mean, it's just, I don't believe in coincidence. I really don't. I think, uh, I think that it's all just a bunch of bullshit, but. You know, there's a lot of things that really should make people honestly question what the fuck is going on. Now, what is this podcast about? Well, what this podcast is about, and it's something that I've been saying for a minute, is people have, people are so one-sided or the other. See, our democracy, the reason why it failed, really, we should be a three-party system. But we're too proud to allow a third party to, to exist, truth be told. But a third party, what it would create, would create a balance. Instead of shifting the weight from one side to the other, there'd be a third option. Hopefully, it would kind of keep things from getting to the extremes. We have become so extreme to the left, so extreme to the right, 
that we're not functioning like a government. We're allowing the government to take our, take our freedom of speech, freedom of expression. Um, another thing is, uh, that I found really, really interesting is, and I don't understand, uh, their states are passing, um, and it's going to become federal. That's the only reason why I bring it up is these vapes, um, that people are using, um, they're taking flavored vapes away. Can I ask you like, what the, what, what does that solve? Why aren't you taking away alcohol? Why are you taking away vapes? You know, like we're at this day and age where every single one of us, well, not every single one of us, but majority of the people I think are sick and tired of the war on drugs and they're taking away flavored vapes. It's 21 and over. You're an adult. You can make your own decision. I don't understand why the government has to interfere with this, but these are just some of the rights that are being taken away and people are just like, yeah, I'm not a smoker. Fuck you. Who gives a shit if you're a smoker or you're not a smoker? Doesn't matter. Don't smoke. Problem solved. Move on with your life. You don't want your kids smoking? Here's an idea. Raise them. Wow. Incredible, isn't it? Take some fucking personal responsibility. You know, when I was growing up and, you know, coming up the whole time, the one thing that we didn't want, we didn't want government interference in our households. Now people are opening their doors. And you think that better things are going to happen. You guys wanted fucking, um, you wanted socialism? You're getting there. I'm going to tell you how you're getting there. <clears throat> I'm sick and tired of, uh, of people going back and forth about, you know, uh, talking about, you know, uh, drops in, in gas prices and all this other shit. Since this administration has come in, and I'm not saying that if the, if, if the previous administration was in office, I'm not saying that this wouldn't have happened. But unfortunately, it is what it is. Also, when you stop, you know, uh, drilling for oil and you become dependent on somebody else, you know, that kind of fucks everything else up. Uh, also, the war with Russia um, is going to cost us dearly as far as, you know, the amount of costs at the grocery store. So you think it's just deliveries. Just wait till your fruits and vegetables skyrocket because it's coming. So I pulled up some facts for y'all since everybody wants to go tit for tat and argue about, you know what I mean? The smallest, smallest details and, um, you know, your excuses, at least that guy's not in the office. It doesn't matter who the fuck is in office. At this point, it shouldn't matter. What should matter is your rights and how you're living. Because things are going to get much, much, much harder. The good thing is, is that we're in the summer, fall season right now. But temperatures are dropping. What's going to happen in the wintertime? The thing is, is like, you can't even look at public transportation necessarily. Because our infrastructure is not built. I mean, our big cities have an infrastructure for public transportation. But our, our regular cities, that infrastructure is not there. We, are, we have become so dependent on automobiles, and there's a reason for that. Because we were manufacturing automobiles, and you know what I mean? Money was going, and it was circulating. That's basically how the economy was working. But now, not only are they, not only is the fuel prices going up, but there's an attack directly on the automotive industry as well. When this pipe um, was attacked, and those two explosions happened, um, the speed, uh, man, press secretary said, well, hey, now, now would be a good idea to think about alternate vehicle 
Um, solutions go electric. You know what? That's that's probably one of the stupidest fucking things you could say. Um, but again, our infrastructure is not made for that. There's many different ways, you know. People are going in there, you know, the big argument is methane gas. I'll say it again. Look at our dumps. Look at our dumps. They're burning nonstop. They're releasing methane nonstop. And we're not talking about alternate ways of getting rid of trash. That hasn't even come up. Because there's no money in it. And that's the truth. When they go and they try to push this infrastructure uh, change to solar power, solar energy, electric cars, how many of these politicians do you think own stocks in those companies that are going to get rich? You think they're doing it for free? You think they're doing it for you? I hate to break this to you guys, but no, not at all. They don't give a shit because they have the money in order to survive. But do you? That's the question. Fuel prices are a big thing that people are talking about. Um, they're saying that it's a you know downward spiral, one of the long or downward um, trajectory, one of the longest ones you know in American history. Okay, in 2020, our gas was <laughs> on average. These are averages for the year. Okay, was 217. Okay, today when I checked, it was 377. That is a 43% increase. Those are facts. Doesn't matter who's in office, that's the way that it is. Okay? Numbers. Math is a beautiful thing. You want to take a flight? In 2021, the average round trip ticket domestically was $260. The average ticket for a round trip now is $330. There you go. It's a 40% increase from the start of the year. And these prices are going to continue on going up. Because crude oil <laughs> has gone up 40%. It's at uh it's between 110 and 120. Um if you look at the price of what we were we we had so much reserve the the price per barrel was so fucking low we were almost giving it away now if you want to go and talk about this decrease this decrease is happening because we're tapping into our reserves which by the way not exactly what they were meant for and those reserves keep running out that's why you see um that's why you see the prices go up and down and not to mention that we're taking some of these reserves and guess what we're sending them to ukraine this is our fuel the reserve is legitimately people's fuel not the government that's what the reserves are there for and they're sending it overseas makes sense doesn't it you know the purchase power has uh has gone up Purchase power, um, realistically, what it is, is, uh, you know what I mean, your overall, um, let's say, weekly or monthly monthly bills or whatever, you know what I mean? It's monthly. Monthly bills um, has increased uh, to four, uh, by 1443 over the last two years. 
you know, that's a, that's a real, those prices are going to go up. Now they're, they're expecting that, um, there's going to be a slowdown, but I honestly, when I was reading those reports, I mean, there's no ways you could have predicted what just happened and the possibility of the situation which we may find ourselves in. So, <clears throat> because they're looking at a, about a, um, expected a 4% increase for food inflation in 2023. Again, with the way things are going, I don't think that that is realistic. And I'll get to that why. We were talking about public transportation, okay? Public transportation in 2020, on average, cost $124.97. In 2022, it's $151.87. Increase in that as well. Food prices from 2021 to 2022 have gone down 11.4%. Bread is up 16.2%. Eggs, 39.8 and dairy 16.2. Bread, 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 eggs, and dairy. Those are your basic, basic essentials. You know, and like I said, they're planning on on the uh, on food inflation to go up four percent. But the reason why I really, honestly, don't believe in that is the fact that. Because of the conflict that we're having with Russia, our fertilizer prices have gone up 300%. If anybody knows anything about farming, you know, they, it's not exactly a very lucrative job. You know what I mean? You're making cents on a dollar. That type of increase, those prices are going to have to go up. And it's going to affect not just fruits and vegetables, bread, but it's also going to affect dairy. It's going to affect meat, which by the way is up 13% since last year. All that stuff trickles down one thing after another. So how are you going to survive? Well, what they're really excited about is they're saying that there is a low um, unemployment rate. The reason for that is because most people had to pick up an extra job. So now people are working two jobs in order to put food on the table while these politicians keep, somehow they keep getting richer. And these are the individuals that are making a choice to do these things. They're the ones that are making a choice to get involved in a Ukraine debacle. Now I'm not saying we shouldn't have, but honestly, if they were ready to come to the table and have a conversation, then uh, we should have let them. We should have let them do it. You know what I mean? It's we're again. If we're such an open border country, why the fuck do we care about their borders? There's absolutely no reason for it. We're trying to do everything we can. to really escalate this. And it's escalated. Truth of the matter is, so we don't have time. I know a lot of people are saying, well, midterms, midterms. Putin's not gonna wait for midterms. When the truth comes out and people find out exactly who did what, and God forbid if we're involved in it, they're not gonna wait till midterms. 
People should be out in the street protesting right now. People should be calling their politicians right now. Those career politicians, their seats should all be in jeopardy right now. That's what should happen. But it won't. Because everybody's just talking out of their ass. And everybody just wants to be right. Well, this is where we've gotten to. The mob mentality, the lack of individual thinking. This is how you get here. And once that threshold is closed, or crossed, I'm sorry, there's no going back. Everything is going to change, and it's going to change drastically. I told you about the crude oil increase, and the reason why I said this, it's a 40% increase, is um, that, again, winter's coming. Now, 40% is what they're expecting, but again, the thing with, uh, <laughs> the thing is that you have individual companies that also are going to, um, you know, try to make a buck as well. And uh, I just don't know how many people are going to honestly die this winter. I mean, you're talking about lack of food, lack of heat. Those are real things. These increases, you know, like if, you know, if you're 30, 40, even 50 years old and you got a great gig, you know what I'm saying? They don't hit you. I'll talk about those that are retired, are barely making anything off of their retirement and their social security. They have to pay for their medications. That slight increase, which we're not talking about slight increases here. I mean, you know what I mean? Don't, how are they going to adjust to that? Like I said, we, me, I can go and I can find another job. You know what I mean? It's easy. For a 65-year-old, they've worked their whole fucking life to enjoy the last couple of years before they die. Now what? Now they have to go out and get a job? They always say you can judge a country by the way that they treat the sick, poor, and the elderly. Well, we're failing all three. It's a joke. It really is. People are worried about pronouns. People are worried about, you know what I mean, Ukraine. People are, and people are suffering already. Like I said, there's major cities where our people are already waiting, essentially in soup lines, because they can't afford three meals a day. That's happening. That's not fucking, that's not false. The other thing I want to talk about is, once again, like I said, you letting the government into your, into your homes. And both, both sides, both, both parties are, are guilty of this. This is, uh, to me, this is, uh, man, this really shows you where our democracy has ended up honestly, is this Real ID thing. Um, if anybody doesn't know, Real ID is going to take place in September 2023, right? What it is, is an additional sticker that you have to go and you have to get put on your driver's license. Now, they're saying that it won't be tracked, but realistically, if it's not being tracked, then what the hell do you need it for? 
what happens if you choose not to get a real ID? Well, in the beginning, you're going to be able to drive state to state as you see fit. But if you want to fly and you do not have a uh, real ID, you are going to be required to have a passport. I want you to think about that. You're flying from state to state and you will be required to have a passport or get the real ID. I don't understand why people are comfortable with this. They say that it's to stop domestic terrorism, but you also have to look at what the definition of domestic terrorism has become. Anybody who opposes the ideals that are being put forth, parents are being arrested at, at parent-teacher conferences, at school board meetings, because they are being labeled as domestic terrorists. Under no, there is absolutely no reason for it legally to do that. They say that it's because of that um, anybody who threatens violence. A lot of these people are very upset. Their kids are coming home. They want to ask questions about the curriculum, about the way that they're being treated. That doesn't sound like somebody threatening somebody. And I hate to tell you this, man, but let's, let's, take a, let's take a second and think about this. If somebody was fucking with your kid, how would you act? Would you be polite? Now, a lot of these people are, but would you be? If somebody came up and smacked your fucking kid in the face, would you be polite about it? These are your children. These are the people that are being labeled domestic terrorists. Also, anybody, honestly, who poses real solid questions, inquiries online, they could be investigated. Shit, I could be investigated because I'm questioning what the fuck is going on. So in order to stop domestic terrorism, which is fucking hilarious to me, because again, I feel like the definition of that has changed just like the definition of inflation. You know what I mean? Like we're just changing changing the fucking definition and narratives of, of everything in order to fit whatever profile we needed to fit. This is where we've gotten to. And we're letting the government honestly run away with it. And we're doing the job for them. Why? Because we're, again, this fucking team mentality. Nobody thinks for themselves. Nobody sits back and says, holy shit, I can't believe I'm paying 43% more for fucking fuel. Something's got to be done. No, you're sitting there and be like, well, since Biden's been in, we've had the longest downward slope of gas prices. You're still up 43% there, homie. That's still a fact. Doesn't matter. This real ID thing really, really bothers me. It really, really does. It's sad because I, I don't know if it's the case now with everything that's going on, but I mean, in Europe... You could go across, yeah, you could go across, uh, well, certain countries. You can go from country to country without a passport. Now you're talking going state to state and I need a passport or a real ID. What's the point of the real ID? I mean, shit. Truth be told, in, in another year, I mean, who the fuck's going to be able to afford to fly anyway? 
that matter, who's going to be able to afford to drive to work every day. We're going to start importing food at a large scale because farmers will not be able to afford to keep their businesses running. The fertilizer increase is going to kill our farming. Everything's gone up. Meat's gone up. I don't know if I touched on that. Because uh, I have that right here. Let me see. Meat has gone up. Oh, 13% since last year. Now, you look at fertilizer plus fuel, plus the fact that you're getting less and less people that are willing to do certain jobs. It's just not worth their time anymore. And um, yeah, I think that 4% increase is, I just, I don't foresee it. There's no way as you can go through the increases that I said, which we're all in the teens and expected to get better when the prices are what they are, where we are in the situation in which we are in. I, again, and I, I have a really, really hard time understanding why in the hell we're lying in China's pocket. Every single decision that has been made, honestly, look at any major decision that has been done on the domestic and international level, who has profited? Now, I'm not saying totally 100%, but there's a large percentage that China has made money off of. And we're not doing anything about it. What we want to do is we want to take away each other's freedom of speech. That's, that's what we want to do. That's what we're fighting against each other. Legitimately is to try to silence people. The left is trying to do everything they can to silence the right and vice versa. We have personally waged war on our freedom of speech. You can't even protest. Like I said, you have a bunch of idiots who will sit there and they'll say that January 6th was worse than 9-11. I dare one of you stupid fucks to walk up to one of the kids that their parents died and tell them that. The amount of lives that were lost and what came of it, that is an insult. That is a fucking insult. And that is a fucking joke. And the fact that some of you support that just shows the character of the individual that you are. You would rather do things easily and follow everybody else and stand up for yourself. Am I wrong? Because nobody has silenced these people about saying that. Do you realize that these people don't rule over you? Do you realize that they are appointed by you? They are public servants. Someplace along the line, they made you forget that. They made you fear them. They're supposed to fear you because you their seat is dependent on you. 
But everybody's gotten so complacent and so fucking ignorant to just try to prove their fucking point that we forgot that. Every single person who sits on the seat on both sides is there because of you. That is the power that you have. You want to go and you want to make changes? Make changes. Attack the individuals that are making these decisions because they are appointed by you. You can remove them. You can put pressure on them. That's your, that's your, that's your fucking God-given right. Everybody's sitting around and waiting for these fucking midterms. What are we fucking waiting for? The fact that we're fighting over fucking which side is going to win the house. Uh, who gives a shit? Both sides are fucked. We're in this situation that we're in is because both sides fucked up. And they've been fucking up. Start looking at individuals. Stop looking at the fucking party they belong to. Have some fucking common sense and individual thought. It's not that hard. I know it might take, it might take a few minutes away from you being on fucking TikTok. Which, by the way, some of y'all really need to fucking read the uh, terms and conditions of, um, the new terms and conditions of TikTok. It's brilliant. The things that you are allowing um, to be monitored from your phones and you're worried about chips being put into you, give me a fucking break. It's a joke. Read it. If you think I'm lying, go for it. It's right there in black and white. Nobody read it. They just clicked agree. It just so happened that, you know, uh, actually I heard it on Joe Rogan. He, uh, he was the one who sat there and read it line by line. If you don't want to read it, look it up on YouTube. Just put in Joe Rogan, TikTok terms and conditions. There you go. You need to sit there and watch it. Since that's all everybody does. You know what's hilarious too is that, you know, uh, people no longer describe shit. You know what I mean? Like... People aren't going to be like, oh man, I'm having a shitty day. They'll just send you a video and be like, this is what I feel like. I'll send you a fucking TikTok video. I refuse to open any TikTok videos. I will not. Anybody who sends them to me, I'm sorry. I will not open them. I was on TikTok for a brief second. Um, I got out of it uh, prior to the new terms and conditions, thank God. And uh, yeah, nobody talks anymore. They send videos. They send videos of other people doing shit instead of doing shit themselves. I got off of social media for six months. Let me tell you, one of the craziest things that started happening is conversation. It was incredible. All of a sudden, those, you know, two minutes here, three minutes here, five minutes here, it added up. All of a sudden, you started talking to people again. People don't even look at each other anymore. They're sitting at the dinner table and they're on their fucking phones, looking at TikTok, looking at Facebook, looking at Instagram, looking at Twitter. That's what we've gotten to. You would rather text the person across the table and speak to them. We've gotten lazy and complacent, and that is why we have absolutely no sense of community at all. At all. That's why people are so easy. It's so easy for people to fucking throw people away like pieces of trash because there's no real connection. Because that real connection has been destroyed. And it's continuing to be destroyed. And it's destroyed by your own hands. Why? Because you're the consumer. You're driving the dollar. As long as you keep doing this shit, it's going to happen. 
and then metaverse is coming. That's going to be fun. Right? So now people are going to literally <laughs> do everything in, I mean, the goal is to do everything in a virtual world. People are no longer going to have to live their lives. They can just live a miserable, miserable, lonely fucking life. But in the metaverse, they could be a superstar. And that's good enough for them. It's not real. It's not real. Facebook isn't real. Twitter isn't real. None of it is real. Anybody can say whatever the fuck they want. And if you take that shit to heart, it's not real. None of it is. People literally do not know how to talk to one another. I go back to the story. Um, <clears throat> about a year ago? Yeah, uh, maybe a little. Uh, about a year ago. We'll go with a year. No, what, who gives a shit? It was about a year. Um, a friend of mine was at a grocery store. She's there by herself in a checkout line. That was an elderly, probably in his 50s, guy behind her. And, uh, you know, he did the usual, I mean, you know, common conversation. Hey, how you doing? Wow, you're really beautiful. Thank you. Next line out of his mouth, do you like being spanked? Said this in a grocery line at a store. People don't know how to speak to each other anymore. Do you think that's flattering? Like, think about that. Like saying, hey, how you doing? Wanna fuck? Has that ever worked? Has it worked for you? Come on. The downfall of society is happening extremely quick. I'm telling you right now that our military is not prepared for what could happen. They are meeting today, tonight, I think Congress. Congress is meeting to put together a bill that's going to cost billions of dollars for uh, prevention and reaction to nuclear attack in Ukraine. That's where we've gotten to. Also, there are reports, there have been reports of the National Guard doing exercises in New York, um, handling nuclear and biological ordnance, and doing multiple exercises, which should make you nervous, because if the National Guard is doing that, I'd be nervous. Especially, you know what I mean, if you know the scope of the National Guard. I don't mean no disrespect to the National Guard. You know, I know there's a lot of beef between, you know, active and, and you know, National Guard and reserves. But, I mean, honestly, it's just, you know, what your, what your job is. And, yes, that would be part of the job. But it's a very, very specific exercise that happened uh, that started about six Six, eight months ago, something like that. Now, these are these are reports, these are these are things that are being said. I don't have any proof on any of that. Nobody does. And there's really no way that you could get proof of that. Because the individuals that are involved aren't exactly freely uh, throwing that shit around. Just like this Ukraine thing. Uh, or this pipeline thing, I'm sorry. Um, I wanted to touch upon it. And the only thing that I, like, again, my, my view is this. This happened. Um, the media is trying to say that Russia is the one that did it. Again, doesn't make any sense. It would, it would honestly, it would honestly crumble their, 
with every economy. It doesn't make sense. They can turn off the switch, which, by the way, coincidentally, they have. Why would they blow up their own pipeline? Think about that. I'm not going to get too deep, in the, deep into that. I'm going to wait till tomorrow, see what came out out of this uh, out of this meeting that is happening, um, see if there's any more uh, information on it before I stick my foot in my mouth. But the, ne like, the next 48 hours are going to be really, really interesting. It's going to be interesting on whether or not people are going to want to speak or jock for position. It's a scary time. You know, the shit that we thought was going to happen during the Cold War. I can't say we. I mean, I was little, little, and I was still across the pond under the socialist regime, but... You know, the things that, you know, like your, your parents and your grandparents went through during the Cold War, all the fears and all that, we're right there. We are right there. It's no joke. A major superpower. A major superpower with nuclear capabilities. has just been attacked. There's going to be retaliation. There's one thing about Putin. I get it. He's not the greatest person. I understand that. But the guy's not a stupid man. He wouldn't, he wouldn't cripple his own economy. And the other thing that I know about him is that <laughs> there's very few acts that go without retaliation. And you can look, you know what I mean? You can look at his track record. This isn't good. People should be really, really upset about this. But people are going to be focused on, you know, the global warming aspect. That's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to put that in front of your face and people are going to be like, oh, maybe it's, you know, whatever. They're not thinking about what the ramifications of those actions are. This is probably the closest we have been to a war with Russia. Unless this gets figured out and we find out that it was some, some dipshits. But again, if this comes back to us, it's not going to be good. So, something to think about. I know I always have such fun, fun topics to go over. Unfortunately, I mean, that's the world we live in. You know, we keep uh, kicking ourselves in the dick over and over and over again. And until we stop doing that, this is, this is what's going to happen. The thing is that it's unraveling so fast. That the biggest fear that I had was, you know what I mean, the impact that my kids and grandkids are going to have based off of the choices that are being made. And now it's really come to my front door. It's no longer about what's going to happen to the kids and grandkids while that's a part of it, but what's going to happen to us. Things escalated so quick, and they're escalating so much quicker than expected. Again, there was an agreement. We broke that agreement.
Ukraine and Russia were ready to sit at the table. It was Biden that pulled Ukraine out because they're selling you a bullshit lie that they are bringing back the Soviet Union. It's never going to go back to that because the amount of it, it, it destroyed. It just, so the Soviet Union, the reason why it collapsed, honestly, is because they couldn't feed their people and they had no money. Because their infrastructure under the Soviet regime started to crumble. They couldn't sustain it. Why in the fuck would they go back to that? Another thing, common sense. Think about that. Why would you go to the same infrastructure that caused your government to topple? Just saying. And people who keep saying democracy for Ukraine need to shut the fuck up. Why don't you uh, do a little bit of research, see what their government really is before you start fucking saying stupid shit like democracy. Okay? Do a little bit of research. Find out the people that you are fighting for. Again, should Russia have, you know, reacted so aggressively? No. Were they provoked? Absolutely. And that's a fact as well. Why don't you Google or do whatever the fuck you do about the agreement that was made when the Soviet Union disbanded? About embassy placements, NATO, etc., etc. It's a fun read. This unprovoked nonsense, that's what it is. We are pushing the agenda to break that agreement. Ukraine is not. Ukraine was ready to back down. Not back down, that sounds stupid. But they were willing to meet and, you know what I mean, meet them halfway. Or, you know what I mean, and they were going to, I think they were going to get like, uh, man, I don't remember what, what, the, what the number was. But they were, they were also going to, um, they were also going to get, a couple billion, uh, like, fuck, what the hell was it? 20, 30 billion, something like that. You got to start thinking long and hard. Again, I don't think that there's going to be individual thought because everybody's too caught up in a world that's not real. And honestly, we're hurting ourselves. As I said, we are the ones that are causing all these things to happen in one form or another because we ain't doing a fucking thing. Something to sleep on, I guess. Who knows what the coming days will bring. Sorry to be so <laughs> depressing. But unfortunately, there's not really good news. I really wish there was. But there isn't. Yeah. Something to think about tonight. Catch you on the flip.